B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio, where every podcast is part of the B-Pod Studios Network and, of course, all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, James. Hello. And Al Beck. I'm here. Welcome to another week in Nerd Radio, fellas. How are you? Hello und willkommen. Oh, that was very, uh, very... Very docile German. Yes. I was it was gonna, very Germanic. Yeah, yes. we, we did have, uh, over the last week, we did have one listener in the uh, in the analytics from Germany. Oh! So I'm sure that one listener yeah. is very appreciative that the German There's is back. There's always that one German. There's always that, There's one, always German. that one German. <laughs> now you just have to learn some... Uh, how about some Australian? There's one person in Australia. Good day. <laughs> hey, some shrimps on the barbie. There you go. Uh, you know any Spanish? Uh... Hola. No, point, no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> we got one listener in the UK. You know, Hello. Give them so, all right, here's the real test. How about the the Netherlands? I have no idea. <laughs> is that like Swedish? Like, would you speak I, like these? Uh, maybe. No, that's almost Italian, too. I don't know. I'm not good with accents. I don't know. I did see that uh, we, we did have two episodes of Nerd Radio. For those that don't listen to the podcast, please check us out wherever you get your podcast and uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Last week, we had two episodes. We had kind of a half episode mm-hmm. with all the interviews from Astronomicon, and then we had a regular episode, and our numbers went up. So uh, I guess we're going to start doing 14 episodes a week. Oh, uh, God. Through, we gotta, those are rookie numbers. We need to pump those numbers. I am. Already involved in a podcast that does multiple episodes a week. And <laughs> you do not want I'm, any of that. I'm, I'm, the vine must be drawn here, this far, no farther. That's fair. All right, then maybe I'll rethink that. But anyways, for those of you who are downloading the podcast, we absolutely thank you. And uh, make sure you hit us up on uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Because uh, when I remember to, I like to go and check those out. And then we read them on the air. And it's super fun. Mm. Something I'm stealing from the Checkpoint XP guys. James, how's your, uh, how's your week off been so far? Well, it's been uh, just pretty much a normal week. Just they come in a little bit later. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> no, he just had the President's Day off. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I, I'm taking a three day weekend on the other end of it. So must yeah. be nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> I saw you uh, finally set up your Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, that was a bummer. <laughs> but oh, unfortunately, oh, I'm trying boy. to do a review on it for a casual gamer, get it all assembled, and there's right. no audio. The audio jack is how how tall is broke. the thing? It's not. It's, like like a, it's bigger than I expected. It's that's not what a, she said. But um, <laughs> nice. Hi-oh! Yeah, very good. It is a. It is quite large. It's not as tall as I would hope. For those just tuning in, we are talking about the Ninja Turtles game. Yes, the uh, One Up Arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cabinet. I don't know. What do you call it? A cabinet? I kind of. Well, that's why I wanted to ask yeah. because I like I've not seen them set up, but I've seen the boxes in you know Walmart or something like that. Mm-hmm. And thought to myself, like they're not giving you a full like six foot. No, it's a little bit shorter. Like. Uh, Ideally, if it could be maybe six inches taller and a few inches wider, right? It's like a just a condensed version. But that was the other thing so. I had I had to worry about with with the Ninja Turtles game specifically because you're supposed to get four players on there. Like, does yeah. it look like it's wide enough? I to feel get like it'd four be tight. In there? You might have to go nuts to butts to get all four players in there, right? You know, in order to play it. But uh, four small children could have a blast. I'm absolutely. Sure. But uh, but yeah, dude, I'm actually really impressed with it. Like, it's pretty cool. It was a quick assembly. All you need is a That's screwdriver. Excellent. Like so, there's a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah, but I feel like the mishandling from the package delivery driver, who just obviously kicked it off the back of the truck and landed however right. it landed, 
uh, something definitely got damaged, so I got to call the one eight hundred number today. Well, at least somebody. That's what I have to look forward to after the show is. Uh, and it's your favorite with thing, customer right? Customer service. Yes. yes, you love dealing with customers. I do, and they love me too. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we want to get into it on the podcast, but you yeah. just had an adventure yesterday, yeah, too. Yeah, I already so. had an adventure. No, <laughs> Learned some no. stuff about car parts. <laughs> yeah. I never realized your lug nuts uh, could go bad. Right. Well, steel screws. If you it can want, happen, it'll happen to James. You don't want rusty nuts. You don't want rusty no. nuts. That's, That's like for it's sure. the worst kind of nuts you can get, other than blue nuts. Okay, so... The, the, I'm just trying to work blue balls into the joke, sorry. <laughs> While I've got you in a bad mood, I want to end this. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? So I was watching, I was watching your stream Friday. You've, you returned for, uh, for... Yeah, I finally got back on Twitch on Friday for my, uh, my FS Up stuff. What? Whatever you want to refer to it as on this uh, Right, exactly. We'll have to call DMX in here so we can properly say the name. Yeah. But uh, what was going on? It was rough, man. Just uh, what was was there a particular game type that you were playing that was because I so heard you Rome, guys... yeah, Rome Royals added some new stuff. So they they don't have a battle pass going on. I guess they're working on whatever their next Kmart brand game that they have coming out because they're like high res are the people that make Realm Royale, right? And they have a game called I believe Smite, which is kind of like a rip off of League of Legends, right? And Realm Royale technically is a rip off of Fortnite. So I guess they're working on some other game that's like a rip off of Apex Legends. At least is what I've been told. And so they don't have the the people assigned to work on Realm Royale like they have in the past. Okay. So they don't have a battle pass, but they changed some stuff up. They're putting new stuff in the store, and they're changing some of the things in the game. So they added some cool stuff to the Forge, where you can now forge, you can upgrade your weapons and stuff, which is great. But there's a lot of bugs, and there's a lot of different things, and they have these limited time events. Okay. So if you want to play squad play, so for example, I wanted to play squad play on Friday last week because I was just getting my ass kicked. Yeah, in the realm. So I was well. having a bad week. I'm tired. I'm stressed. Working on some other different projects and things, but I didn't want to neglect everybody in the Manfong Mafia. I wanted to be able to still reach out and talk and play some games and uh, you know do the usual Friday business. But the play mode that they had was on squads. You're restricted to just crossbows, and there's only a certain area on the map where you can actually play. So it was like. It's just dumb. Yeah, what like, the this f? Is dumb. Like I want to drop in wherever I want to drop in. I got the hunks from hell. We're here to rule the realm. And it's but weird. Instead, it's we're weird restricted. That they wouldn't have just added a mode instead of like completely shutting yeah, down squad exactly. plays. Like this is the only way you can play. You want to play squad play? So if you're playing with more than one other person, you have to play this mode with crossbows and this portion of the map. So okay. it's just lame. Now so I understand, I and yeah. that is dumb. Yeah, so that it's raging. I, I understand completely why you were upset now, because like I said, that is dumb. Because I, I just, on a whim, I was like, oh, yeah, James is having a hard time. He said there were some changes to Realm. I'll log in yes, yeah. last night to play Realm. I was like, no, it's the same game to me. I don't know what's going on. Actually, yeah, so if you're playing so single-player mode. Over the weekend. It's like every week mode. it changes. Yeah. Or it changes every so often. I'm not sure on the the timeline. I've been so busy, I've barely had time to actually play any games. So um, I know the first week they had it, there was like a special mode in duos. Okay. So if you uh, went into duos... You and your partner, you could you, you were restricted to just swords. So this is just weapon. running up on people and yeah, whacking so them in the face. Yeah, so it's like a bunch of you know a, a sword fight. Um, and then, well, that's every player is restricted to the same. Yeah. So if you were to play the duo mode, yeah, like if you you could still play like the normal game if you dropped in single player, or if you dropped in with a squad, so yeah. three or more, then you could play normal. But if you dropped into duos, you and another person, you're restricted to a certain area on the map with swords as your only weapon you're going to find in chests. So um, I never got to try that mode out, but I'm not feeling it. Like, I, yeah. I, I want the option. Well, yeah, that's the thing is with Magic the Gathering, they'll do the same thing with Arena, and every weekend there'll be a, a 
changed mode. It'll be a, a neat thing you can do, but it's optional. Like, mm-hmm. I can just play Magic against people, or I can try out this other thing. Yeah. And it's only available for the weekend, and half the time it's really fun, but I don't have to, you know, it doesn't take the thing I like away mm-hmm. and replace it with something I may or may not be cool Yeah, with. so that's what I was bummed out about. I'm like, I just want to sit down. I want to play the realm, like the realm. I want to rule the realm the way yeah. the mayor of Guntown would rule the realm. With the hunks from hell at his side. Right. And I couldn't do that. Yeah, not with crossbows. Not with crossbows. No. Yeah, that's... yeah running with an invisible chicken, too. Yeah, there's bugs in the game like you wouldn't believe. Like, I was ready to just bust my Xbox against the wall that day. Man, it was rough. That's unfortunate. It was a rough stream. So I can I can I can kind of feel your pain because both with Realm and uh, last night I sat down to play some Dead by Daylight. And with both games, uh, I spent more time in the loading screen than mm-hmm. I did actually playing the game. See, that's what sucks, man. And that is the worst feeling when mm-hmm. it comes to the uh, the online multiplayer game is when it takes like five minutes to find a game and then you've got another minute and a half of watching a loading screen and you get in and immediately get killed. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's the worst. Well, that was a waste of my goddamn time. Because <laughs> for me, the appeal of the Battle Royale style game is the fact that it's so quick. Each match is it so disposable. Be. You, you yeah. hop in, you survive, you die, you wait a minute, another match is ready to go. But then you just spend so much time waiting for your your exit screen and then your new loading screen and then you're in a lobby on a a pirate ship powered by whatever right fictitious to, element is powering your thing to drop you into the the match waiting to get back into the game yeah that's how, when I was when I was a kid uh, and we had Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. I always hated how long it took to get into the next game wow that's even on Super Nintendo see it shouldn't take that long I was I was like no I don't want to continue screen. I don't want to wait for this. I want, like, no, you just beat me. I want to get, again, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to do, I guess? Yeah. but Well, here's something that I, I actually wanted to ask you guys about the other day, because uh, it's an idea that came up. Uh, I was, you know, there's there's all the, the news with the coronavirus. Yeah. And people getting, getting and, and it, you would think that this is the worst time ever to get on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. That's going out on the sea, because you're you're in a condensed space with a bunch of humans, and if one of one of you gets some kind of, you know, one of you gets the flu, then a lot of you are going to get the flu. Al, I, I already know you absolutely hate people. <laughs> However, I'm I was going to say I, I I'm not scared. I I don't leave my apartment aside from going to work. Where Where is the line? What would it take to get each of us on a cruise ship? What would have to be on that cruise ship for you to get on? Like if there was. Uh, so like Jericho does the rock and wrestling rager. I would go to that kind of thing. Yeah. Or you know, there's the Steve Black goes on the um uh, the ship rock. Rock, yeah. yeah, with a whole bunch of bands. So you like asked that. me, like, is there a themed cruise that would the- get me on? If there was a Star Trek themed Star Trek cruise, and they got you know like Captain Picard, and you could, you, it was like a Star Trek convention. On yeah, a Picard's ship. doing stand up every is night. Is that is that enough? <laughs> They're flying would that, in. Would that make make you, especially now? Would that make you risk? Getting getting a contagious disease. Uh, I don't know about that because as, as great of a time as I had at the Star Trek convention, I, one day was enough. Yeah, you know because I'm not crazy about people. <laughs> really, <laughs> crowds. Exp- tell us more. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It would have to be like a, the whole cruise was themed, and I could lots of activities. Like you know, your cabin is a bridge. The ship looks like the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be like all out. Maybe like the I entire was, thing is, you know. Maybe the the bridge. There is a bridge section that you can, yeah. you can schedule time so you can come in and you know be on engineering or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it would still uh, be kind of a tough sell. However, if they had a working holodeck, 
Well, <laughs> I think, we I think that would work. Al's going to live with all of his Star Trek fantasies. Yeah. Right, right. We already talked about how you clean the damn holodeck. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my holodeck experiences would be very much like Lieutenant Barkley's. Nice, nice. What about a, what about a MASH cruise? Oh, I'm there for a MASH cruise. Are you there for a MASH cruise? Dude, and everyone's in bed by 7? This is perfect. <laughs> Dude, I'm going. I'm going on the match cruise. It's awesome. <laughs> is there anybody left to go on? There's the There's like match three cruise? people. Okay. I know we just lost another one. Yeah. Death Watch. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, Kelly Nakahara, who right. played Nurse Kelly, passed away. Which was a fascinating character because she's in a bunch of the episodes, but she's not like a title role. No, but she was probably the most recurring nurse of the whole series. Yeah. They reused some names like Abel and Baker came up a bunch, but I mean, I think those actresses even changed. Right. But uh, when they got Nurse Kelly, she was, you know, a consistent nurse. Yep. Through not the entire series, but a good chunk of it. That's got to be kind of a fun a fun part to have in a in a TV show or in anything. Like you're you're recurring and and at some point you have to feel some job security because they keep oh, yeah. using you. They keep it in your back, but yeah, but no then at the same time commitment. you Yeah, you have none of the responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm on. I'm on the episode again with Alan Alda, but Alan Alda had to remember like 36 lines of dialogue. Yeah. You know, 36 pages of dialogue. I had like three lines. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Maxwell, who played Igor, the guy in the mess tent. Yeah, uh, he worked for the show the entire time because he actually joined uh, the crew as the stand-in for Alan Alda. So okay. he was on the set every day that Alan Alda was for as long as Alda was. Right. And that was before they ended up giving him the Igor character. Uh, and then he wasn't the stand-in anymore, so he was on the set a lot less at that point. But again, that guy worked there for, I think, nine of those years, right. nine of the 11 years or something like that. So Interesting. All right. No, I was like I said, it was something that I thought of a couple of weeks ago as the, this uh, coronavirus thing is going down. I was like, what in the world would it take to get me on a cruise ship? Yeah. And what would it take you to get on there? I honestly don't have an answer. I, I, I get seasick anyways. I don't want to be on a cruise ship. <laughs> Whatever. And yeah. I don't want to get sick. Seasick and lactose intolerant. Lactose Let's intolerant. just keep Chuck off of That's the That's like cruise. the main food on the uh, ship is all cheese. I'm a nerd in a bubble, cheese man. And ice yeah. I will stay home with my uh, video games. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'd show up for the MASH cruise. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, James? Is there, is there, well, you said you'd show up for the Jericho Rock. Yeah, Ranger. me, like, um, coronavirus, like, I'm kind of scared of catching it, but really, what's it going to do? Give me some diarrhea. Like, right. I've survived. You've been flu. there. You know, yeah, exactly. I, I have diarrhea sometimes, on a daily basis. I was going to say, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you do it voluntarily. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes you eat stuff that gives you diarrhea. Sometimes you drink stuff that gives you diarrhea. Sometimes you're just around people that give you diarrhea, but, right. um, you know, it's <laughs> diarrhea why. days is, you know, hashtag, that's my life. Um, just if it sounds like a fun time, I'd be willing to go. Somebody else is picking up the check. You know, let's go on so the coronavirus bad. cruise. I know, I know. I, this is headed. I want so badly for the episode to be called Diarrhea Days, <laughs> but with a Z, like yeah. D A Z E. Yeah, diarrhea like, Days. Oh, man, oh I just my got lord! This diarrhea, I mean, this diarrhea Days. I got this new strain. Green diarrhea. Yeah, that's another one. I don't think B Pod Studios would be too happy with us naming so. the episode so. Diarrhea Days. I tell you what, I promise you, I'll slip it in the episode description. Perfect. Just Thank to, you. Just yeah. to see. But yeah, if, man, uh, cruises can, and stuff. You know, I think cruises are fun. Like, I don't have any issues with them. I don't get seasick. You know, yeah. it's kind of weird because you're just kind of stuck on a ship with a bunch of weirdos. Okay, if there was a Transformers cruise, that might I might risk it for that. There you go. There, there was people walking Especially around. Especially if the cruise ship transformed. Hell yeah. 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 I'm in. 
All right. Well, what else I got to talk to you about? You guys, a lot of there's a lot of stuff in here. I just I wasn't ready to transition. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're just gonna uh, fill some time here while you uh, look at your old laptop. Go I'm over there, Peter, out here. Yeah, we could easily edit this out, but that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And you notice how I say the word "we" like I'm gonna like do- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, come on, mouse in your pocket over there. <laughs> the hell is that's no oh, mouse? Just hanging out with name. DMX, I guess, while we yeah, wait. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so nobody in this room went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog this week. However, no, did not. However, it's on my list. It did great for its opening weekend. Yeah, it's actually taken the record for the best opening weekend for a video game movie from, wow. from Detective Pikachu. With wow, uh, defeated Detective Pikachu of all video game movies. Yeah, hmm. did fifty-seven million in uh, the first three days. Detective Pikachu pulled in fifty-four point three million. So Sonic is bigger deal than Pokemon. And you know that's super cool. And that's with Ryan Reynolds too. Consider considering how much work they had to put into this movie to mm-hmm. to revamp True. the Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Like that's super cool. Yeah, when you that, go from a hedgehog that looks like somebody's bad acid trip pet. To, <laughs> yeah, you know, an actual lovable, cute little cuddly cartoon. I mean, I will say Sonic is way more on my radar than Pokemon ever was. It's all right. the same here. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, makes sense to me. Pokemon was never part of my repertoire. Yeah, it never was. Like I just, you were actually too old for Pokemon when it finally when when it, it came out. Was I? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just I just never played it. I never had anything to do with it. I, yeah, knew- I feel like when Pokemon came out, it was probably right because we're similar in, in age. Yeah, I'm just a couple right years behind end. you. Like yeah. my friend's little brother was really into Pokemon. Right, and I was like, well, what's this game? Let me borrow it. And I played it. I'm like, ah, it's not. Not my thing. Give me a Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What's this? I got to catch them all. I yeah. There's too many to catch. Yeah, well, I, I need all these Pokemon. I, I had my uh, my finger on the pulse of the anime scene at the time, so this okay. Pokemon thing's coming out. Right and I'm like, that sounds neat. All right, mm. let's try this out. Now all the all the You're other a monster stuff. Monster trainer. What? All the other stuff that came out after it that was you know like Digimon and uh, and Monster Hunter and stuff like that. I was like, I don't need more Pokemon. <laughs> I just, yeah. One Pokemon is. is themed thing is yeah. enough for me thanks yes sonic however i loved the games on genesis and game gear and yeah. uh, of course i watched the cartoon show oh i forgot so, about the cartoon yeah, show. yeah i yeah, love I the cartoon that very much but you know there's a thing a friend of mine on facebook was doing uh to uh, my my friend's band uh, bathroom of the future put in their in their facebook go on google and search your name the hedgehog and see what comes up because there's tons of people who love Sonic the Hedgehog, a whole fan community that will make up their own hedgehogs of different colors and different shapes and sizes really? and what like that. And I, I found out that there is actually officially a Chuck the Hedgehog in the comic books. And he's really un- he's Uncle Chuck. He has this spectacular white mustache. Oh, the creepy Uncle Chuck the Hedgehog with his white mustache. He's not creepy. He's fine. He's Uncle Chuck the Hedgehog. Yeah, so I think Al's looking at looking it up right now. <laughs> well, I'm looking at mine. Screw Alan you. Hedgehog. That's what I'm saying. You guys need to, need to Google uh, what your what your hedgehog sona is. Well, mine's probably going to look like Ron Jeremy the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only non-Sonic related hedgehog that I'm a fan of. Right. This is becoming a regular thing, Robbie. I'm taking my headphones. I don't need your weird ear stuff getting on them. <laughs> Jesus. Try to do a show in here, thank you. I usually bring my own headphones, but next week, <laughs> nope, he's in and he's out, just he's like in that. And he's out. All right, fair I remember enough. Remember to bring some Vaseline next week for those headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out. Get some him. peanut butter. Um, well, Alan the Hedgehog has got a like a emo. He's he's got black fur with a purple. Oh. Put on purple and uh, red accents. Put him on camera. Put him on camera. I want to see him. Wow, very uh, 
Look at that. Yeah. That's an interesting hairstyle. He's beautiful. Yeah. He's got a little bit of an emo haircut. He does. One of his spikes is down in front of his eye. It looks like <laughs> if somebody is re like reimagining My Chemical Romance as Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, kind of, yeah, exactly. Now I wonder if I put it now that was Alan the Hedgehog. What about What if you just Al, Al the Hedgehog? What do you get there? Oh my. <laughs> mm. Oh no, that's got extra letters. I was gonna say you you found some uh some found a different hedgehog. Eighteen plus hedgehog fan art. Oh dude, Al the Hedgehog looks like Knuckles. Does he? Oh kinda. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, just red. Funny, I never realized there's such a hedgehog fandom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the internet, man. It exists. we got to check out James the Hedgehog here, who's wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> All <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I got boxing gloves on, too. You do. What the heck? How about that? Ye? It's not my James the Hedgehog. And I can't <laughs> yeah. stress this enough. Ha. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> All right, some Batman news when we come back. And some comic book stuff going on as well. We'll transition into it's Nerd Radio. To my left, the monarch of mass, the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman. And over to my right, the hummus bread heartthrob, the quad of war, Idris Abraham. Together, we are known as Hello, Beefcake. And you're listening to Nerd Radio. That was a fun yeah. episode, those Talk guys. Those guys, those yeah. guys are fantastic. A couple of hunks there. Yep. It's Nerd Radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like to describe our show. A yeah. couple of hunks here. Nerd Radio, wherever you get in your podcast, as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. We're in Boston. Rock 92.9 rocks.com. I nearly said Chicago. <laughs> man, you got to get your city story. You got to get this man a map. <laughs> I need a map. We're also, did not do well uh, in geography. We're grade, also on grade school was a long time ago for Chuck. It was a long time ago, but I still can do basic ago. math. Before they had an atlas, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't. I was. It was a very. Uh, it was a very poor school. We didn't have one of those globes. No globes. You yeah. Can open up your social studies book. The just a map of the United States. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we're also on Twitch on Wednesday mornings. Where's that? <laughs> Did those, those maps have Alaska and Hawaii in them yet, Chuck? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. They weren't. Uh, Puerto Rico surely wasn't on there. <laughs> Absolutely not. We weren't a part of the union yet. But yeah, you can watch us Wednesday mornings around 1130 on the Checkpoint XP channel on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Absolutely. And you can follow us on social media and check out clips from the show on YouTube at Nerd Radio 101. James, uh, two weeks ago we were out at Astronomicon. This weekend we're both going to be out, I think, on separate days. Oh, yeah. Great Lakes, Great Lakes Comic Con. Great Lakes Comic Con. anniversary for those guys. Congratulations to them for making it 10 years, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's I remember a- when it started out in a teeny tiny little upstairs portion of the Macomb South Campus. Like it wasn't even in the yep. big expo room yet. It was like. Yep. The upstairs of the library or something. Yeah. Or some other um, building on campus. And then uh, I think they, even before that, I think they were in the VFW Hall. Over really? Crashhead. Okay. And that was uh, that was a thing. But yeah, 10, year, 10 years is a big deal. And it's it's a fun con as well. Yeah, it's great. It's definitely one of the smaller uh, smaller based cons. But uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's supposed to be out there. Supposed to have uh, Jim Steranko from Marvel Comics worked on Nick Fury and a whole bunch of other people. Oh, look, we're getting, we're getting a Star Trek wave from Steve go. Black. What's up, dude? It's so weird to have all those windows. I know, so, I know. I mean, it's we've been in the studio for a while now, but yeah. after years and years of being in the edit studio being in a with closet, no windows, yeah. right? And nobody would. If people walked by, they walked in. Yes, because it was like it's, uh, it's like a back part of the hallway. Yeah, too. It's like a so bunker. It's like yeah, a, they're like we can make this into a closet, or I only got we'll throw a board in here. We can let people record stuff. Yeah. 
So we got a first look at Robert Pattinson in the bat suit last week. Did you guys get a uh, chance to check this out? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw like a, not a very clear image. Yeah, it's not. It's more. It's a camera test, but it's a video. It's not. It's not quite a trailer, so I don't think it, it mm-hmm. goes for, with your trailer rule. You no, know, it doesn't. No, we watched it on the morning show. Yeah, it was a very dark video, so I didn't really get much of a. You know, whatever. It, it's right. a bat suit. It definitely made me uh, recognize that the most important thing to casting a Batman actor is what does his chin look yeah. like in the bat suit? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. You don't have that Batman chin. If you don't Sorry. have the chin, then you're not going to look great in the bat suit. And I don't know that this role is going to work out. I don't think you could get Val Kilmer in a bat suit now. Ooh, I, don't I don't know that don't, he's no. A going to fit or B. I don't think his left tit's going to fit yeah. in a bat suit I don't for think anymore. I don't think he's going to work out in the bat suit I anymore. I think he's got a lot of tubes and machinery hooked up to him to sustain life. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out. No, he gets to be Clayface now. Oh, not by not by choice though. Just <laughs> by natural selection. Also, in uh, in Batman news, this was on our website wrf.com. There's an official Batman restaurant coming what? to London, England. I didn't see that. Oh, in London? Yeah, they're going to be opening this spring in London, England. It's a it's a Batman restaurant. It's going to have different areas devoted to different parts of Gotham City. Okay, like, there's supposed to be a Gotham Speakeasy, which has some of the. Uh, some some of the the underground villain stuff in there. They're doing the iceberg lounge for the penguin. Oh, cool! Which is going to be cool. There's going to be like a, a an ice sculpture of a penguin in the middle of a bar, and then each of the tables have umbrellas over them for light fixtures, which is really cool. That's cool. This is the part that's weird to me though, is that the Harley Quinn area is a sushi restaurant or a sushi bar, and I don't associate Harley Quinn with sushi. Nor do I. Like, where's I don't. I mean, I can go down Perv Road with the fries, <laughs> but... There's always that. No, I would assume they're going <laughs> to yeah. not go down that road for a Batman-themed restaurant. Yeah. Right. Up. Especially, they're probably trying to get kids in there. I also feel like uh, theming your restaurant on Batman just gives you an immediate go-to if somebody gets food points and gets a restaurant. I was like, well, Joker must have been in the kitchen. Yeah. There's the, nothing we can do. Sometimes the villains get in the kitchen and Batman's going to punch him in the face. But I wonder, like, so what, are they going to have, like, Batman-themed dishes? Or is it just, like, you come to the restaurant. It's all paper take, plates. I'll it's take a cheeseburger. <laughs> Everything. You have the right. cheeseburger or the pizza? Yeah. Uh, or the <laughs> sushi, you know? They cut the pizza yeah. in the bat symbol. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. They got little bat symbol uh, personal pan pizzas. Dude, I'd, I'm in for that. I'd eat about four of those. That'd be, uh, fun. That'd be pretty fun. Unless they're really expensive, then I'll yeah. probably just have one. Yeah. yeah. I'll split sure. one with my fiance just I'm, for the experience. I'm yeah. sure they'll be pretty expensive. You've already flown to London. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. I flew all the way to London for a bat shaped pizza. Yep. Oh, right. I could have got a Pizza Hut with my book it that I stole from some kid down the neighborhood. <laughs> I feel like that was a really specific. Yeah. Was that a memory? Was or was that a riff? <laughs> no, that was just me. Just something James James is actually confessing. It's the first to. thing I could tie to personal pan pizzas. Okay. <laughs> reading comic books, reading book it. Yeah, That's how yeah, I got yeah, educated. Yeah. You know, they got to they got to tease the youth with pizza to get them to want to read. Yeah, them. I remember when Pizza Hut used to have X Men comics back in the nineties. Yeah, get us to come in, or they they had the video cassettes with the uh, the first episode on them. Oh, yeah, they did have those video cassettes or VHS well, wh- tapes. While we're talking Batman, this week cassettes. this week is the week that Batman 89 comes out. We talked about this. I want to say it was last week. It was the first appearance of Joker's new girlfriend. Oh, that's okay. right, yeah. Uh, punchline. And I thought this me- is the one where you see Batman's ball sack. It is not. Oh, okay. No, you've already, already seen the dong, but uh, no ball sack as of yet. 
<laughs> next month, yeah, the goat Though, Don't worry, I'm on the Batman. The Batsy. I'm on the Batman yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs> and that can't be the title either. No, Batman it can't. Yeah. No, it's, Sorry, it's I'm a little here, too much. I'm not here for titles. I'm here for content. <laughs> exactly. That's why, that's why we love you, James. You give us content. Yeah, so this is the week. And let me tell you, I was at the comic store uh, yesterday just you know, helping out, putting some books away or something like that. I had three different people call and ask, A, are you going to have the issue on Wednesday when it comes out? And B, is it only going to be cover price? So there's definitely a speculator's market on this uh, this new character. I don't understand it. I, I think so I sh- you, is this like a hot like comic tip? We need to get it on this issue and hold if, on to it. Yeah, it be, uh, I'll tell collectors. you what. If you want, if you go to the comic store today mm-hmm. and you can find an issue of it, maybe pick it up because okay. I feel like it's going to be one of those issues that uh, spikes real hard at first and then drops. Like I, I feel probably like yeah. you buy it today at four dollars and then you can get twenty dollars out of it tomorrow. Take it because by like next Wednesday it's going to be four dollars again. Oh wow! I feel like the character design too is not great. It looks like a character that no one's going to care about in like a year. What she look like? She's got uh, she's um she's got like white face paint much like Harley. She's got I think a diamond and and a club or something like that underneath her cheek. She's got a, a kind of a purple and black ensemble going okay. on, but not as iconic. Like Harley had that full outfit in the mm-hmm. cartoons with the red and black and everything. Like you immediately tell were me drawn about our knockers, to. Chuck. Let's get down to business. Uh, they're they're on display. Okay, but I'm not impressed. Not impressed. No. They, at one point back in the early 2000s, the Riddler had like a pair of twins that were running around with him in like the, you remember the green Riddler outfit that was okay. like the head to toe that Jim yes. Carrey wore or something like that? Like a couple of ladies in oh, that. Uh, you're like, wow. oh, all right. Now, okay. now, now that's our, I like seeing These that. ladies have no secrets. Right. Uh, is this punchline here? That is punchline. There you go. Yeah. Oh, she looks like a samurai warrior or something out of uh, a Kill Bill movie. She, up for the camera, for the Twitch streamers. Right. She she looks like uh, definitely Asian Either Asian descent or, you know, or like her hairstyle and her, her fashion. Yeah, like a lady samurai is what she looks like to me. Joker's going through an Asian phase. but that's, that's <laughs> Don't we all go through that phase, though? Yes, but mine was very <laughs> earlier in life. That's the other thing that's funny about this. And, Al, you, you know about this. I don't know if James is, is aware, but this is not actually – you only see her on the last page in one panel – and you don't see all of her. You just see she's on the phone with the Joker. And that's this issue? Everybody's and that's this issue. Going crazy over that one? Because wow. this technically constitutes the first appearance I of this you. character, even though you don't actually see all of her. She doesn't. She isn't named, all that stuff. It's, it's the kind of thing uh, Venom, famously, in Amazing Spider-Man, there's an issue where the black costume attaches to Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you see him in the last panel, but he's not named, and you don't know... What is going on? And that technically counts as the first appearance. Mary Jane? Doesn't she just show up at the end of, you know, the... It's a a tried and true comic book thing where, like, there's the first actual appearance and there's the first full appearance of a character. Right. And but didn't it. we have that whole uh, fiasco with Rob Liefeld and the, that major X character? Yeah. Where with that Deadpool uh, Spider-Man <laughs> issue? He's in the background. He's in the background, yeah. But he's not named, so... That's funny. Yeah. Interesting. I can't believe there's so much hype over this one little panel of, uh, you know... Comic books are like that, Joker's man. new squeeze. And, it's, uh, and that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. On the other side of the fence, over at Marvel... There's a book that's coming out in a couple of months that's uh, part of the X-Men line. It's called Children, Children of the Atom. And from what I've seen from the art and what I've gathered so far about this book, it is a series of uh, new characters, young characters, 
that have the exact same powers as some of the X-Men that currently exist. So there's okay. a young woman who has Cyclops eye beams, and there's a young woman who has Gambit's ability to kinetically throw charge cards and throw them, and there's a Nightcrawler kid. Those characters have a cameo appearance in an issue that comes out. I actually brought it with me today. It's called Marvel Voices, Okay, number one. And there's a story in here where uh, Forge from the X-Men uh, builds a car and races Shuri from Black Panther. And at the very end of the book, in this panel right here at the end, there's the yeah. kids that are the big fans that want Forge's autograph. And these are all the kids that are going to be in Children of the Atom. Oh. Children, Children of the Atom is yet to come? Yeah, that comes out in a couple of months. Any connection to that Battle of the Atom or whatever? The No. Okay. No, other than the fact that the X-Men have famously been called the Children of the Atom. Gotcha. And the so we're I- talking Atom, like A-T-O-M, like Atomic. Because yes. I'm like, I keep picturing Atom. Yeah. I'm like, Atom who? Yeah, that just uh, it's Adam the, Driver. <laughs> it's the it's the divorce association that we advertise on the <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Children of the Atom. Oh, They're all okay. from broken homes. Oh. So <laughs> what a crazy superhero team! Yeah. Just all a bunch of sad <laughs> kids, but they all have two Christmases. Yeah, you yeah. know, so it's yeah. not all bad. By right. the powers of multiple Christmas holidays, <laughs> unite to form yeah. the Children of Adam. Yeah. It's always pizza night at dad's. Yeah. <laughs> really, Adam is just like a real deadbeat dad. <laughs> He's knocking up chicks. He's got like 12 baby mamas. Yeah. You know, and they all like, my dad's Adam. My dad's Adam, too. <laughs> it's Let's John, fight crime. It's that John Jacob Jingleheimer show yeah. going yeah. on. Uh, so, yeah, if you're into the speculators market of comic books, two things to look out for if you want to hit the comic book store up this week. Personally, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that whole. Well, you're like a true investing like, comic in- fanatic. So I assume you probably look down upon like, like me. I'm, I'd be more like, wait, I can get this comic for three bucks and it might be worth a thousand dollars in a month, right? Give me. I've a, picked up. I'll for, take five. Yeah. Well, for one thing, first appearances do not necessarily make it collectible, right? You know, so there's used. There, it's not necessarily a key issue. Um, and I have picked stuff up in the past because it was a first thing, but not as an investment. More of like a, oh, it would be cool to have that in the collection. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you you're sort of banking on one day down the road. Somebody, say, but deep down inside, you're you're internally like you're hoping. I hope this. Is so I guess maybe, comic. but I've also had like that final issue of Walking Dead that with it kind of dropped on us as a surprise. Yeah. That price shot up immediately, and also that one kind of evened out. Yep, pretty quick as well. But it was kind of cool to look at that and be like, oh, cool, like that's worth you know however much money. But I didn't feel like selling it it wasn't an investment well, yeah it was part of your series it was part too. of the series part of the collection you know i had that first year of, of the uh, scott snyder new 52 batman, batman. which that uh new court 52. of owls like yeah that's, they should make a jingle new 52 but like the court of the owls you you're know about, was in that you're about uh nine years too late for that so <laughs> oh, if you well. nine years ago if you'd heard that then maybe I mean, you could have helped him out a time travel back nine years ago hey james new 52, <laughs> new 52. hey that sounds cool yeah yeah I think part of it too is the fact that I've never had any luck with that. Mm-hmm. Like way back. Have in the you day. ever bought a comic in your entire collecting career thinking it was going to be worth something one day, and it was only worth a quarter pin? Oh yeah, that's that's happened. Well, I bought that last <laughs> issue of Walking Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, at uh, was it three ninety nine? And I think I offloaded it at about twenty bucks. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, so I got a little bit lucky there. Same thing with that Batman Damned. I had all three issues of those, and I ended up uh, getting rid of those for a good chunk of change last year. Nice. But famously, back in the day, when they killed Superman, and they had that uh, that comic that was wrapped up in the black 
bag. Yeah, do you have that? The Superman. The day it came out, it was cover price. I got it at my comic store uh, because they're like, this is going to be a big deal. And I'm like, I don't read Superman. No, you don't understand. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah. All right, fine, whatever. The next day, that book was $100. Wow. The day after that, it was 40 By Saturday, it oh, was 20 bucks. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly in, uh, the comics can go up in value and then decrease in value is amazing. It is. It's absolutely, it's, it's a crazy stock market kind of thing yeah because i have an issue uh, an x-men issue like the, the rise of phoenix or whatever mm-hmm. like i bought that issue and i've just sat in the in the plastic on a piece of cardboard it's been bounced from shoebox to shoebox i'm probably paid like 20 bucks for it i don't have, i have no clue what it's right worth. but like that's my crown jewel of my comic collection sure that one right there so i'm like one day hopefully it'll be worth some cash otherwise but you bought it because you wanted it did you buy or did I you buy it, it as an investment well, I was in sixth grade when I bought it. Okay. I was just getting into comics, and I was like, you know what? This is like, I can't believe I could buy this issue here. This is like the first Phoenix or whatever, and I could afford it. So I bought it and just held on to it, but not, I didn't really have any So it was kind of uh, it. It a so like, childhood James investment. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, my God, I've seen this pictures of this comic before. Yeah. And it was weird because there was like a liquor store by my house that would sell comics and the X-Men trading cards and all that stuff, and that's right. where I'd buy a lot of stuff was from this liquor store. And I remember going in there, and they had it up, and I was like, that? I got to go home and check the back of my X-Men cards to make sure that's the right issue. Right. Flip it over. I'm like, oh, my God, that is the issue. And I had my dad beg my dad to take me up there, and I bought it and brought it to school. It's probably damaged. It's probably ruined. It's probably <laughs> got boogers or something in there that I don't know about. <laughs> I brought it to school and I would read it during silent reading and let other kids borrow it because they're like, oh man, that's the comic on the back of the X Men card of Phoenix, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but but it's probably worth nothing. But it's like you said, it's your your crown jewel. Yeah. I, I got the first appearance of Gambit. It's the only part of my X Men collection I paid you know more than cover for. Really? Uh, and I think I paid twenty bucks, and that that's like a sixty dollar issue now. So that's neat. Yeah, that's cool. But again, I think that kind of isn't buying it for an investment. You bought that because you wanted it, because you're an X-Men fan. You bought it yes. for you. It's more so for your collection. And yeah, right. that's, the, that's the thing I hate about, you know, the speculating on what's like going to be worth money. Yeah. Is that, like, I always tell people, don't invest in comics, man. Buy the comics that you're interested in reading that you think are going to, that you think are cool. And if you happen to come across a character like Spider-Gwen or something like that, and it shoots up in value, then, hey, good for you. Because most of the people that are investing, all they think of is, like, Man, the Ninja Turtles issue came out back mm-hmm. in the you know eighty nine or something like that eighty eight, and all of a sudden that thing is worth thousands, thousands, yeah. thousands of dollars, and that is so Got rare. Yeah. I can't even imagine what the percentage is. Most of those comics, if you tried to resell them, it would end up in a quarter bin. Yeah, you know it, that's it, and you paid three, four bucks for it. Even some of those books, like we were, you and I were talking before the show, but when they drop a eight or ten dollar book on you yeah i was gonna bring that up yeah so like but you you spend the 10 bucks on it and then eventually it's worth 25 cents yep you know if you in resale value ouch yeah yeah so you 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 buy comics because you enjoy it and you want to read the story and then you get your ten dollars worth because i love deadpool and you know you you gave me this ten dollar issue which i'm pissed about but I like my character, and then, yeah. you know, hey, if it happens to be worth a hundred dollars, thousand dollars later, cool. But that's not why you buy it. Yeah, the first issue of the new Wolverine series comes out today, and I was I was pumped because it's part of the new X Men line, and I love all the books in the new X Men line. I'm like, I think I'm gonna actually buy a Wolverine comic on on the reg. I'm not a Wolverine huge Wolverine fan. Please don't beat me up, Joe Coleman. Yeah, but. <laughs> 
But uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this up. And I, I we got it the comic store yesterday and putting books away. I'm like I'm gonna pick it and I look and it's kind of thick and I'm like oh no this is gonna be more than four bucks. It's eight. It's like double price and I'm like no no I'm not paying eight dollars now. As I was telling Al. I started flipping through it because I expected, especially when they do those large ones, sometimes it'll be like the front story is new content and the back mm-hmm. story is a reprint of stuff. And uh, I hate that. Reprint or like mini stories or I something. I hate that. Me too. But no, it's two full stories that go in two different directions, but it's so closely connected to my X-Men comics that I just kind of put it away with the other comics that are saved for me. Yeah, at least that, though, that makes sense because I'm the same way. Be- that every so often Deadpool will be a $10 book and there yeah. will be a normal 22 page issue of Deadpool in there. And then there's like a whole bunch of four page mini stories with who freaking knows which writer. Right. And I hate that. Cause I'm, you know, paying all this extra money for something I don't care about and I don't want, but I either have to buy it or I have to have a hole in my collection. That drives me nuts. Yeah. And that, that's, that's some, some garbage right there. And it's like, and that's we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum in the past. But it's like you're taking advantage of the fact that you have a very loyal fan base. When you yeah, that's that's the thing that's most disgusting about it. It's like when they do an annual issue, which they obviously do once a year for different particular comics, and it's usually you know double size something like that. When that is two or three, you know, two dollars more, and I'm like, okay, well, it's only going to happen once a year, right? Yeah. But when my regular issue of my comic. Like every three or four months, and they surprise you ten with it. damn dollars. Right, like you don't know in advance. Like, yeah. oh, next month's going to be twenty five bucks because it's some crazy holographic image cover. Yeah, I feel that way about the events too. The way like everything ties in, it's like you know you yeah. your customer base is very loyal, and I think you're taking advantage of that. I understand it's a business, you know, and you got to make your money, but goddamn it, dude. You just... <sighs> And like I mentioned, were, I only collect like two books now. Well, like you were saying, that eight dollar Wolverine is going to end up in like a quarter bin mm-hmm. in yeah. the next uh, twelve months or something like that. But what if the Batman dong worth right now? Uh, like I said, I think I got rid of mine. Uh, I, th- I think for all three issues, I got like a hundred bucks. Oh, okay, that was so the that's one not bad. The three issues. Yeah. Like well, at first, the, the, that single issue alone was worth a hundred bucks. It was. Yeah. You know, that is one that I uh, I I got that just because I wanted because I'm a fan of Batman. Yeah. And then that first issue became so collectible. To, you wanted to see it. We all wanted, we all wanted to see it. <laughs> yeah, James we finally stopped bugging me about it. it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but he didn't let me borrow it. But he, yeah, but yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked at it. Damn it, like, it James. He, he didn't like want to let you borrow it because yeah. he heard about your Phoenix comic. And, and that booger. I'm afraid of something more than a booger hey, showing up in there. Fair enough. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right <laughs> hey, now. Hey! When Al brought that comic in, it was like a deadbeat dad trying to visit his kids. With like a, a supervised visit with a yeah. court appointed person watching. Right. Yes. I got right. Al breathing on my down the back of my neck as I'm thumbing through the issues trying to find that bat dong. <laughs> yeah. And then as I see it, you could tell like just all these judgmental thoughts are going through Al's mind. Right. Yeah. Well and then I was done. <laughs> I had what, a friend when what, I was could have helped if you put your pants back on. Well, Al, I read comics in a very bizarre way and he has I to relax. Ask you not to judge okay. me on that, okay? Precarious situation. You know, you didn't have to poke fun at the fact that I had a full blown <laughs> erection. Yeah. You know? I will say though that uh that first issue I just bought, uh I had no idea it was just on it was put on my poll list. I got it, had no idea, there was nothing collectible about it, it just happened to turn out that way. It was the first black label book or whatever they called it. However So it was uh, a complete surprise that Batman's penis was Yeah, I did not I did not buy it for that's the a, that's for a the bad dog. Surprise. Yeah, right. Such a lie. However, yes. what I will 
He was so ready yeah. for this. Okay, first of all, do I pay attention to anything ever? Come on, <laughs> all right. But no, I will say that I collected the other. I didn't care for that story very much. No, even though I, I do like I do like Brian Azzarello too. So I was kind of disappointed. Brian Azzarello has re- written some really cool books. He really has. I love uh, his version of John Constantine. John Constantine yeah. was in that book, but by the end of the book, I was like, no, I didn't like yeah. this. Has he How written a- any other characters uh, nude? I don't believe so. I'm just curious. John Constantine was nude for some of his runs, so, so we can see, Con- we can see Constantine's dong. I never saw his dong. Okay. It was always strategically uh, off panel. But, but okay. <laughs> what the point I'm eventually getting to is that uh, even though I was not crazy about that book, uh, the bat dong did inspire me to collect the other two issues. Yeah. Of that series because it would make it more collectible. And, yeah, and that's the thing. Any like, other book, because I mean, the Bat Dog did Bat Dog did make it more collectible. The fact that they reprinted it censored make yeah. it more collectible. Um, if that hadn't been a part of that issue, I would not have bought two or three because I, it wasn't a great story. But I collected the other two just for to make it more collectible. So I will say that I guess that was kind of prospecting a little bit for comics. That was uh, five minutes of. Uh, explanation for why Albeck bought the uh the bad dog that book. was not my fault though he was really trying to convince us it wasn't because he just it wanted to see batman to naked batman's penis <laughs> had nothing to do with why i bought it it has everything to do with why i haven't sold it yet I all three issues. <laughs> <laughs> well done well done well like we were saying there's uh those expensive comics sometimes they end up in quarter bins and there'll be plenty of quarter bins out at the great lakes comic con comiccon.com and uh you know come out friday wonder bar james will be out there on yeah, friday night five to seven yep and i'll probably be wandering around saturday afternoon so and uh as chuck tends to do uh when you go to these cons you're always uploading some photos and stuff to the instagram so you can yeah. follow us on social media facebook twitter and instagram at nerd radio 101 so chuck will uh, upload some photos there oh see now you're making me work damn yeah. it Oh, please, now there's do, ex- do it anyway. Now yeah. there's expectation. I don't appreciate that at all. Well, well here's here's the point, them like we do every week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> here's the thing. You put me in charge of the social media, and I'm not planning on going, so i got to pass the buck. You can probably get your passes if you want to check it out, Alan. That's yeah, okay. It's absolutely uh, doable. Put yeah. you in a costume contest, dressed you up as somebody from MASH. There we go. See? God damn it. You guys know my grip tonight now. <laughs> <laughs> Draw me in with just wear, just, just wear your new uh, your I Star did. Trek uniform and your new Bluetooth Star Trek bag. Yeah. So you're posting them Yeah, up. yeah. I've got my, my, blue, yeah, my Bluetooth Star Trek does combat. It, does it, make, it does. Connect? You can make calls on it. Wow. And when people call you, it chirps. It goes beep, beep. It, it just, yeah. It, 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 it sounds exactly like in the show when they tap the badge. It makes that exact chirping noise. When you, when you, when you talk to your phone, do you say, computer? <laughs> Whatever you do it, no. But I knew somebody that did that with their like uh, their Alexa. Yeah, they it has the option. Yeah, you can you can make it so when you say computer, this is the dumbest thing they could have done because you say the word computer so yeah. many times that yeah. it just turns on. You're like, no, I didn't mean you. Yep, different computer. Yeah, Amy oh, laughs because uh, whenever uh, I tell our our Google to to stop playing a song or something like that, I always say thank you. She's like, why are you thanking the Google? Uh, you're being polite for when the robot uprising comes up. Ex- they'll take some mercy on your ass, and maybe they won't decapitate you first. That's exactly what I told her. Decapitate oh. you and replace all your bones with robotic elements. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And Siri is coming for me, and she's coming yeah. from blood. But Skynet oh, yeah. takes over. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to buy oh, myself a little time. I have time. said some horrible things to Siri. I've called her some unforgivable names. Yeah. You know I call Cortana on my Xbox. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. All right, let's come back. Uh, with. Are there people in this world that have not seen Baby Yoda yet. 
We're going to talk about that. And uh, also, we talked last week about the Ghostbusters Twinkie. There's more yummy Ghostbusters uh, food coming up. Mm. Ooh, I hope yummy. I know. I think I know what this one is. Uh, yeah, and this one you're definitely going to be interested in. So, Ghostbusters, well, and more coming yeah, up. My fat ass is hungry now. Nerd Radio. I love doing these uh, food bits right before lunch. Oh, you bastard. It's still real to me, damn it. Pause that game. It's time for more Nerd Radio. I don't want to see it, then. That's right, back for more Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com, as well as the podcast page at Rock929Rocks.com. And we're on Twitch Wednesday afternoons. Where are we? Twitch.tv slash CheckpointXP. That's right. You can find us all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. It's Chuck Bean, it's Al Beck, and it's James hanging out talking about some Nerd Radio. I gotta tell you that uh, it's still real to me, damn it, guy. Yeah. It's kind of how I watch MASH. Yeah. It's still real. Yeah. The Korean War is still, it's still real. Yeah. Here's a secret, Al. The Korean War is real. Yeah. It, it is. Mash may not really, have happened. Yeah, it's probably much less humorous as the show depicts much, it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there's much, much still real, me, damn it. Yeah. yeah we're not going to get into full blown wrestling conversation, but this weekend was the uh, NXT show. I saw on Twitter that you were watching it when uh, Dude. I was also watching it. Oh, my gosh. That match with uh, Keith, Lee Keith, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijevic. Yeah, I'll never say that guy's name properly, but. I could not believe that match. I felt bad for anybody who came up after, but then I feel like all the matches after still at least hit yeah. that pinnacle. Like, they all did as well as that match. But I was like, oh, my God. I didn't plan on watching the whole thing, but they keep kept giving me a match. Every match after the one, I was like, oh, I wanted to see this one, too. Yeah. Oh, and I wanted to see this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this one was going to be good. I want to see this one. So I mean, I didn't I realize who was wrestling. Thing. I didn't even realize who was. All I knew was. Wrestling is on. I don't have to get up for work tomorrow morning, so we're going to watch NXT. Yeah, that's right. Regardless. That's, what I, that's where I was sitting. I was yeah. like, hey, I don't have to be in to work at midnight. I'm going to sit and watch a wrestling thing on Sunday. Yeah, this so is fun. Put it on, and Keith Lee, man, <laughs> I feel like he should have lost that match. Yeah. Like, I'm so hyped, but the bumps that was Dominic, Dominic, uh, that Dominic took in some of the, oh, my God. Right. He deserved, I felt like he deserved to win that match. Yeah. Even though Keith uh, Keith Lee's got so much, like, hype coming up, and he's really coming up as, a like, the next standout NXT star. But I was like, He's Dominic. fantastic because he's the size of Brock Lesnar, but he moves like Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And that's why watching Keith Lee is a blast. Yeah. So uh, exciting stuff coming from NXT. That's a, one of the, the first times I've been like, wow. Yeah. With NXT. You kind of, you kind of got what everyone has said yeah. about, you know, like, no, you watch an NXT thing, like, you're in. Yeah. See, I expected. Much less moves and spots that were missed. Like, yep. it, was, it was very well done. All Everybody who performed that night did a phenomenal job, but Keith Lee... Like that should have been the climax of the yeah. show, and it was match. the first match, it was the opening opening match. Yeah, I'm like, my mind is blown. <laughs> what are you gonna do now, <laughs> NXT? <laughs> you guys, what are you gonna do now? I think I tweeted out. You guys know there's an entire roster back there that's got to follow this, right? You can, you can, you don't have to go this hard. Yeah, like, you can wow. calm the I mean, F the, down. The top rope when he jumped off the rope, and while he was in the chair, Dominic jumped yeah. off the rope and did the flip while he was in the chair. Or they like, did, oh my they god! They did that move they call the Spanish Fly, where it's like a reverse jumping rock bottom off the top rope. Yeah, and that cracks me up because, like I said, Keith Lee is the size of Brock Lesnar, and they still show to this day they'll show. Brock Lesnar super flexing the big show off the top rope when they broke the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. like every time Keith Lee comes off the top rope, I'm like, "Come on, you're gonna tell me this big guy's not gonna break yeah. the ring? The other yeah. big guys broke the ring." Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Did a- the rest of the show live up to it or no? No, it was good. 
It was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't see the. I didn't see the very, very end. I think I fell asleep by then. But it was uh, good. It, it was uh, every match afterwards. I felt delivered. Yeah. The the final match. It was full of as you would expect with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Adam Cole. It was filled mm-hmm. with a lot of those near falls where it's like these guys have been beating on each other for thirty minutes. They are just pouring sweat. They are beat red. Just let it be over. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Quit kneeing each other in the face and yeah. let this be over. The Broser weights won. So yep. I was happy about that. And then uh, Matt Riddle got some heat from uh, Randy Orton. Yeah. Online. I love when all the wrestlers go after Matt Riddle. That's He wins. He wins unless they're all in on it and they're trying to help get him some attention. That's but, what you would hope, right? You know. Is that they're, they're all kind of, uh, they, they, they understand that like Twitter is just another way that they can push forward storylines and, and you know and make up storylines. Yeah. It's like, hey, if we were on Twitter for long enough, then people are eventually gonna be wanting to see us fight mm-hmm. for but, real. But you gotta imagine like backstage, if you're not in on it, like you just assume they're having beers and they're broing out together, but in front of the public eye they hate each other. Yeah. It's wild. It'd be a wild life to, to live as a professional wrestler. So And the other thing uh that they started Sunday night is they have a new documentary series that they started right after NXT. Got a John Cena episode I gotta watch. Yeah, yeah, it's called Ruthless Aggression. It uh encapsulates the early two thousands. And uh after watching the NXT, I, I love their documentary stuff anyways, even though like part of it's not quite real. And then, you know, you're also especially when it comes to them talking about the Monday Night Wars, you're the the winner is writing the history. So sure. you don't know how how true some of this stuff is. But the interesting thing is I watched I sat there and watched it and Amy was on the couch. She watched NXT with me and by the end of it she was like, That was really cool. I liked that a lot. And then Monday when the John Cena episode hit, I was like, mm-hmm. Hey, there's a new episode of that thing. You wanna watch it? Yeah, I wanna watch that. I can't wait to watch the John Cena episode. I left the I left the house last night to go record uh my, my horror podcast, Talk Horror to Me. And as I was leaving You've got a horror podcast? I, a horror it's all about horrors. <laughs> the king of horrors over here. <laughs> uh but as I was leaving, she was like Hey, where do I find more that with the next episode of that that show that we were watching? It was like I was like, well, the next one's not out, but if you go in the documentaries, there's a bunch of stuff. She ended up watching the McFoley documentary and cool. a whole bunch of stuff last night. So she's she's in yeah. the wrestling at least yeah. right, at least currently, and that's that super cool. Bums to see. me out though that you're that some of the documentaries aren't like real. Yeah, because you can still get me on a behind the scenes interview with just about any wrestler mm-hmm. yeah. that I've heard of before. Like I was so into wrestling a long time ago and i do not care now at all um it's like i like the dose i get out of the conversation here is enough for me yes but like but if you pass me over an interview with mark calloway talking about being the undertaker i'm in i'm super interested in that Mm -hmm. you know and that's one of the things that they're actually they're the rumor going around is that starting after maybe wrestlemania this year uh they're gonna start charging extra for the pay-per-views what? Instead of you just paying nine ninety nine and getting your pay per views and all this back content, they're going to be like, no, nine ninety nine gets you all the library. But if you want to watch the pay per view when it happens, then that's like twenty bucks mm, a month. And yeah, and people yeah, are like, they're going to lose me. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, I'll just cancel my account. I don't know that I'd cancel my account because I still like getting to watch old wrestling. It's the yeah. same thing we talk about with comics. Like if you yeah. don't like what's going on in comics right now, you can always go back and read old comics. Yeah, and it's kind of the same thing. It's like I'm not super into. Uh, you know, after we watched that John Cena episode, uh, I, I asked Amy, I was like, you want to watch a movie now or something like that? I was like, no, turn on Raw. I'm like, I don't want to watch Raw. Gotcha. Raw's yeah, for me, right it's, now. Uh, I just watch whatever's on regular TV. So I watch Raw. I watch SmackDown. Yeah. Um, if I'm really bored, I'll delve into the WWE Network to find things. But like, so the John Cena thing, I want to see that for sure. Yeah. I'm, 
I'm such a, a diehard for uh, such a fanboy for John Cena. I'm going to watch whatever they put out. But for the most part, I'm only using that app to watch to watch pay-per-views. Yeah. So, so if you take that away, I'm probably not going to watch. Do but you think that was that. a long, long play strategy to get a lot of people on? Because I remember when you told me that the pay-per-views were moved over to their network and it was 10 bucks a month. That blew my mind. Right, because Same it was here. always like WrestleManias were like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. So it was 20 or $30 to watch a pay-per-view Like, you kind of picked and chose which yeah. ones you saw. I mean, like, you had the big ones like yeah. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam. Yeah, those were the three you'd always watch. Those were the three, like, The other ones, yeah. you'd go over your rich friend's house because right. they had a black box or whatever, and you yeah. watch it with him, even though you couldn't stand the kid. But then they start doing, like, breath and- TLC, and you're like, I don't know if I really want to spend the money on that yeah. thing. Have, but- a, have a group of friends, and everybody kick in five, bu- five bucks and yeah. let me order this yeah we'd order the pay-per-view and get a pizza or whatever so do you think it was like a long form thing where they're like we're gonna get everyone hooked on seeing every pay-per-view for nine bucks a month and then they're jacking the price up which is still more affordable than the old yeah. pay-per-view yeah even structure. 20 bucks a month is it's much more affordable but if I it was like- a long-term plan it was a really stupid long-term plan because you got everybody you devalued your product to the to 9.99 a month and now you're going to tell us we need to pay more, and everyone's just going to go, no. Yeah, I must wonder if they're doing it because they see like streaming services like Netflix. You know, you know they're already just for Netflix. It's what fifteen bucks a month, yeah, something right. like that. Uh, you yeah. know, Disney Plus is like, I don't or know, is it is twelve it, or yeah, thirteen? I think it's like a, like within the ten dollar range, right? But they see these other services that are coming out. And they is Disney like up already? Because it was like six bucks a month. I thought the six bucks a month was only well, if you subscribe right off the bat. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think everybody's still got it for free right now because they did so many different promotions yeah. before it came out saying, oh, right. if you go on Verizon, you get a year for free. Oh, if well, you do the, this, you get a year for free. Well, mm-hmm. the point with Disney Plus is even though it was super affordable now, even even if it, if it hasn't gone up yet, it will. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, it, they were just trying to get a, all those subscribers. And it worked. How many people subscribed in the first day, yeah. you know? And plus, too, I think WWE is making a real big mistake because NXT is already on USA Network on Wednesdays. Yeah. A lot of people used to tune in on the app, you know, to watch the NXT For sure. show. So, like, they're moving a lot of it to the regular TV. I just feel like they're trying to find a way, if this is their actual plan, to just monetize what they already have in a greater fashion. Yeah. So they know, they probably know, okay, if we move this cost up to 20 bucks a month, we'll lose this many people. Right. But... Are we going to keep enough people to where all those people that that left now the double the price we're still making a buttloads of cash right because you know? yeah because if if they lose less than half of the people then they're at least breaking even at the exactly. new price yeah. so right and I doubt half the audience half the is audience going is not going to cancel it so they mm-hmm. are going to make money on they still yeah. make a buttload of cash off of the, off the deal but really just I feel like just the fans are when the ones losing out. Or maybe not. I guess, you know, if they're still paying. I don't know. Well, it's the same thing you hear about with the, the, the live shows and stuff like that. Like, we've gone to live shows in the last couple of years where, like, whole parts of the show or yeah. the, the arena are just yeah, tapered off. off. And it's like, well, if tickets cost X amount of money, you can afford to only fill half the arena because mm-hmm. as long as you... They've made their money. You know, they're <laughs> still able to make the money. They're still able to pay the wrestlers. They're still able to put on the show. Right. You know, but if they would have sold all those other tickets, there's just that much more money they would have made. Or if they'd have had the tickets be less money, they could have filled more of the More arena. people. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think of all those rock shows that are coming up, too. Oh, it's like man. They're so expensive. I'm like, I can't afford that. Dude, I spent, okay, just, so this is, <laughs> other people involved are going to these shows with me. Right. But I bought tickets to two Rage Against the Machine shows and Both the Deftones. Both of them. Okay. Yes. And I've spent a thousand dollars. I got a thousand dollars sitting on a credit card. Oh my god! Over three shows, 
Jesus Christ. Oh, so they're staring at that balance going, man, those people better pay me back now. No, yeah. That's what I'm like, oh, man, there's so much. Dude, I'm that's gonna, always the uh, risky move when you're like, I'll front. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys brought up Disney Plus because this is something I wanted to talk about. So Disney Plus isn't out yet in the UK. Okay. It is coming out in March. And the Disney Plus UK Twitter revealed that when it comes out, The Mandalorian, which we all got back before Christmas, mm-hmm. is going to be released weekly the exact same way oh, it was released Those... for us back in uh, even though all all the episodes exist i first of all the thing that blew my mind is that there that not the entire globe had access to disney plus in the first place and second secondly that like people there are people on the globe that haven't watched the mandalorian but have seen all those baby yoda gifts yeah it's crazy holy crap that's weird they got to know what's going on you know i feel in the UK, it feels like it's unavoidable to yeah. to to know what happened in the Mandalorian. Is it that much of just a United States pop culture phenomenon that the the baby Yoda or the child, whatever you want to call him, right? Um, you got to know what's going on in the UK. That's Especially, nuts. You know that doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, again, were... they also watch cricket and stuff. So Re- refresh my. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> there was a time when the UK got Doctor Who before we did, right? Like even in recent history, I think maybe so. like like ten years ago or something like that. Like they were getting episodes of David Tennant's Doctor Who before we were getting them. Yeah, I, BBC think, I think that is true. Yeah, because I think they got it like basically six months apart. Yeah, right. Like we're getting new Doctor Who right now. I think that's when the UK was getting it, and then we would get it in the fall. Right. If I remember correctly. And then they would still now do... They, now they just do it live. Right. But we would still get the Christmas episode on Christmas. Right. Because that, uh, that would, that would feel you. silly. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it's the Christmas in July episode. Right. Happy Fourth of July. Enjoy the Doctor <laughs> Who Christmas yeah. extravaganza. So I feel like the, the Christmas episode was like the end of the season for us rather than the beginning. Yeah. Usually. I don't know. Well, speaking of, uh, speaking of streaming services, there is a show coming out to Netflix, too, that I just watched the trailer for called I'm Not Okay With This. If you were a fan of Stephen King's It, the young lady that was in that, uh, Sophia Lillis, plays a uh, another young lady in this particular show. It looks like it's set in the 80s, and it looks like she gets telekinetic power, so definitely a Stranger Things vibe okay. off of this show, but something that's uh, coming up uh, around the end of February for Netflix, which would be pretty cool. I finished Lock and Key, by the way, Yeah, last week. We watched the entire back half, the ba- the last five episodes we watched in one day. Wow. We just we started watching in the morning, and it's like, we got to watch another one, and we got to watch another one, and we got to see another one of these. It's great. It's just fantastic. It's it's it, Really, and I read somewhere that they've already uh, greenlit uh, season two and a season three. Oh, nice! Wow, nice. Four of it, so I'm super pumped. Must about be getting that. a good response then. I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I got my fiance half sold. Yeah, I'm uh, checking it out. So stuff. hopefully that first episode, the first episode, better deliver, or else I'm going to be doomed. <laughs> there, there's a lot of uh, modern alternative music in it, and there's uh, one of the keys goes to this crown that allows you to um, manipulate shadows. So it's of course called the Crown of Shadows. The uh, evil character, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but the evil character gets their hands on the Crown of Shadows near the end of the series, and it's near the end of an episode. They mixed it with Billy Ellish's crown. Okay. And it's amazing. Mm, it's nice. such a good musical beat for, for that particular scene. Is that the one where Billy Eilish is always like, duh? No, that's the bad guy. Oh, that's bad oh. guy. 
Well, that that is my Billie Eilish. Right. high on my priority list, but I'm still watching my way through Sopranos 13 years later. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen Sopranos. Yeah. And I should. I, had, I heard it was I, great. That, and that's the thing. That's what, I, did, I did not have HBO when it was on. Yeah. And then I've had HBO come and go in my life a few times since then. And every time I subscribe, I'm like, I need to finally watch Sopranos. And I never do. So I'm finally doing it. And I'm towards the end of the second to last season. So I'm almost there. Almost done. Yeah, I've never watched Sopranos either. We never had HBO growing up, or if we did, it was like off and on. And my friends were really into it, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, whatever. It's a mafiosa yeah. type show. I get it. I've seen Goodfellas. What are you going to do to me, you know, HBO that I'm not getting from some other source? And I'm very not trusting of HBO programming because Game of Thrones <laughs> sucks. And we all know, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but we've all heard that the end of Sopranos was a bummer. But yeah. the whole ride, I guess, you know, not I guess, I mean, I've seen almost all of it. It is freaking amazing. Like I said, it ended 13 years ago. I'm not breaking news here. Yeah, no, not not Sopranos all, was good. Spoilers for Sopranos. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, you jerk. It's really good. <laughs> but it is funny. I can't think of the actor's name, but like they will sometimes reference uh, like a mafia movie like The Godfather or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned Goodfellas a few times. Yeah. And the kid who plays Spider in Goodfellas is in Sopranos. And oh, that's he, nice. Like in a main role. Oh, that's funny. That's kind of so, humorous. So yeah, it's kind of a little bit of, a, of an Easter egg. And, you know, he's in Goodfellas for what, like a minute and a half? He talks crap to Joe Pesci and gets shot. Okay. <laughs> but I he's got a I didn't prominent. I not character you were referencing, so. Now, sh- I, now I understand. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so like for me, HBO, like The Wire, Game of Thrones, Westworld. I think if there's any other HBO original series that I was like, nah, yeah, like I can't, I can't get into. Everybody, everybody raves about all those, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they suck. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, they suck. Okay. Yeah, the the Wire is another one that I've never seen, but I've heard nothing but good things yeah. about. Like everybody's said, like, watch The Wire. I just watched an hour of uh, some guy trying to call a fucking payphone. <laughs> wow. Real compelling HBO. Thanks to everybody who recommended I watch. Oh, it gets good at the fifth ep- the fifth episode. So I gotta watch five hours of somebody trying to call a fucking payphone. Can't wait. I'm gonna get ready. Let me go pop some popcorn. Amy, we'll be in the third episode or fourth episode by the time it's ready. Amy gets about that angry about the uh, the fly episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, really? She hates that episode so badly. She's just like, what a waste of my time. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh just about catching up on old TV. <laughs> Mentioned MASH about 12 times today. Right. Going yeah, through. Radio. <laughs> it has like a TV time warp here. We're going we're gonna to rebrand the show as catching up on pop culture with the old men. <laughs> yeah. Old fart radio. Old fart radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's something you can, uh, I'm going to steal this from the headline, something you could sink your teeth into. They're making Ghostbusters Twinkies we talked about last week with Blue Slime. Yeah. Them. yeah. They're also going to be making edible Stay Puff Marshmallow yes. Man. Yeah, I have that's cool. That yeah. looks fantastic. Not life size. No, you know, just a uh, perfect treat size. But they're pricey. Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, I want to say in June they're going to be about twelve ninety nine, and you can uh, get yourself. You can take oh. a bite out of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I think I have a link to buy one right now on Amazon for a little cheaper. But they're twenty five dollars. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Unless I was thinking, I know I need to buy two because I want to buy one that I can just eat on like a on a video. Yes, but I also want one that I can but- fucking roast. Sorry, I just dropped the F bomb <laughs> for a third time. Yeah, I just got real excited thinking about roasting the Stay Puft Marshmallow with a torch. God damn, damn torch! 
D- DMX is going to pull a yeah. hammy in this episode. Yeah, he's, he's jumping in. Out. That's the first time I think I've apologized for cursing on the show. He's absolutely <laughs> getting that. DMX is like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can think about is a roast. X, you missed it. <laughs> you're supposed to give it to me and you missed. <laughs> yeah. You fired and you missed, DMX. <laughs> All right, well, that's a lot of work for me, so I think that's going to do it for this week's <laughs> Cut us off now, yeah. Listen to, the, listen to it with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah, exactly. Let me know ahead of time when you download the episode whether or not uh, I missed something, so don't accidentally broadcast it later on the next week. Uh, find us on social media, Nerd Radio 101. Find us right back here in the Checkpoint XP studios next Wednesday afternoon. And, of course, find our podcast, man. Hit us, uh, hit us up with a like. Hit us up with a review on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. And um, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Twitch every Wednesday afternoon. Make sure you're following James on Twitch. Make sure you follow me on Twitch. Uh, having a good time. Don't follow Al on Twitch. He's not twitching nothing. <laughs> I'm not twitching anything. The only no. kind of Twitch Al has is... He twitches while MASH is on, and he's half asleep at 4 in the Oh, afternoon. dude, I was on Instagram the other day, and I saw Lisa post something on TikTok, and I had to message her. I'm like, you're on TikTok, too? I'm not on TikTok. What the hell? Hey, man, you want to get in touch with the uh, whatever... The Z generation, I yeah. Don't know which letter of the alphabet? Got to go to Z. Go yeah. where they are. Except for the except for the Canadians, they're the Z generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll end on that terrible joke. <laughs> See you later. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you nerds. See you later, nerd. I have spoken. The other thing I want to say, too, so at the Astronomicon, I was tempted to buy, to buy, like, they reprint some of those original issues. So, like, Wolverine versus Hulk. Yes. Like, you could buy, like, a reprinted. I'm like, God, I'm yeah. so tempted to buy it, but... They started uh, like, about about a year ago, Marvel, and now DC's doing it, too, where they will... It's it's the price of a comic now. It's three ninety nine. Yeah. Excuse me. Is it night? There it is. Ha, get I'm, getting one. It, I'm getting it in before the actual show. Yeah, there'll be more to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it reprints everything. It reprints the ads, like cover to cover. It is mm-hmm. the book. I saw that. And I was like, man, this that would be like a comic I would have dreamed to own. For some yeah. reason, like yeah. Wolverine versus the Hulk. I mean, is it even the first appearance of Wolverine? Yes. Okay. Like for me, like that is like the holy grail of comics. Yeah. For, for whatever reason, I look yeah. at that as. And I do think there's value in those reprints. You know, if you are a super fan of a of a character or something, yeah, it's not the collectible, valuable issue. Yeah. But especially when you get the original ads, there's something cool about having it in your hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like I really like Spider Man, and I've read Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, they all like in trade version or whatever. But when they reprinted that on an anniversary, I bought it. Yeah. I spent the four bucks to get it just so I could have it in my collection. But again, it's not expensive. I get that. It's a quarter bin. Comic, if I wanted to try and resell it, it's worth nothing, but mm-hmm. it's cool to have because I like Spider-Man. And this this is something I didn't bring up because... I think I got the original Deadpool, too, his first appearance in that yeah, same probably. thing, yeah. Because working at a comic book store, this scares the yeah. shit out of me, but Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe are such amazing resources for like, hey, I can read these comics that I would never in my life Been able get to my hands touch. on whatsoever. Yeah. And it's, it's typically the price, a monthly subscription for that is the same price as one comic book. Like okay, so yeah. I buy one less comic book at the store, and I have access to all this garb, you know, all mm-hmm. this stuff. 
Yeah. About to call it garbage. I was about to call it garbage, yeah. <laughs> Look at all this garbage. Look at all this trash. <laughs> this is <my> garbage. <laughs> Oh, too bad this what? isn't the segment, because look at all this trash. Would have been a perfect Damn episode it. title. Maybe, maybe it'll I be should have brought it up. Son of a bitch! Make this the fucking end tag. I should have brought it up Christ. while we were talking comics, but I was like, you know what? I'll wait until the little lull in between. Once the segment is over, I'll bring up the uh, the reprints of those classic issues. Oh, boy. They almost got me at Astronomicon. I was yeah. like, mm. Knowing that you're interested in that, I'm pretty sure we have a couple of copies of that at the store. Oh, yeah? If we do, I'm going to grab one and put it in your mailbox. All right, do that. Just, I'll, just, I'll just so you can have so. it, because it is cool. Because I feel like I did the, when I'm the, going to try to tell myself it's the real one. Though. They A couple of weeks ago, they did the first Venom, the mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man, the first Venom. I'm never going to afford that book, mm-hmm. but I can afford three ninety nine. for yeah, a absolutely. complete copy with ads and all in there. They, I think there was a... They did the Death of Phoenix the same way, and I'm like, okay. I'll never afford that book, but I can afford this three ninety nine. Yeah, put that in my collection because I saw Hulk versus Wolverine, and then they had like I think the original, the first Punisher or something. Yeah, and all I know is is it like is Spider Man and somebody's yep. in like it was a issue of Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, so I saw that and for some reason. Those are the two comics that I'm like, those would be the coolest comics ever to own. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's one of those that's got personal value, not. Collector yeah. market value. It's, for right. me, it's all just yeah. nostalgia of collecting the yeah. X Men cards as a kid. And Absolutely, reading them front and back and ruining the corners because I've read the cards so much. And that's actually what started my fascination with reading on the can. When I had to go take a dump, <laughs> yeah, I had to go take a dump. Oh, I love an origin story. Cards. Yeah, the guy who played drums in my band in high school would we would he would come over for a band practice mm-hmm. and he would pick up whatever the newest comic was that I had sitting out and thing and then go to the bathroom for fifteen goddamn minutes mm-hmm. and we'd be like Jay we want to practice mm-hmm. yeah we know you're done you've been done pooping for at least four minutes the comic just got really good yeah no he'd sit in there and read the entire thing. We're down there. We're in the basement. We're playing as loud as we can to let him know, hey, we're down here. Mm-hmm. Come to Van practice. We need some. We need the rhythm section. That is going to hurt the grading on that comic. That is going to hurt, yeah. That's... I just don't want to uh. respond to somebody in the Twitch real quick. Chris Bird. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, continue. That's.